Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students of the Upper School. I'm joined today by one of the nicest yet most intimidating people on campus, Dr. <laughs> Mitch Letterer, our strength and conditioning coach. Mitch, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So do I have to call you doctor? Is that the way it works? No, uh, actually only my brother is required to okay. call me doctor. Everybody what? else can just call me Mitch. <laughs> why your brother? What's the logic? The older or younger? Uh, he's older. Okay, so he's that's old. why. And that's the reason. Like you got to remind him like the pecking order has changed. Hey, I'm the only doctor in this in this generation <laughs> of our family, so. I love it. Uh, so tell, tell people a little bit about what you do here at Santa Fe. You've been here for, I guess, about a year or so now, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's okay. coming up on a year, a year now in okay. August. Yeah. Um, I'm the strength and conditioning coach here. Mm-hmm. I uh, coordinate and work together with all the coaches of all the different sports teams, and I, I program the workouts for the sports teams, and I try to make it as specific possible for that sport. Um, and yeah, I take them through their preseason, their during season, and their off season workouts. And I think what's unique about you is you're not just a strength and conditioning coach. Not that there's anything wrong with being just a strength and conditioning coach, but you have your own chiropractic practice. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but share a little bit about you know your life outside of Santa Fe. Yeah, so actually I'm uh, I'm married. I have two kids under two, so life is busy at home. But I also have, um, like you said, I run my chiropractic office, where I do a lot of um, movement based therapies. I do a lot of um, sports specific injury recovery stuff, but um, which is cool because I get to incorporate what I'm doing here at the school with what I do in my office, and vice versa, what I do with do in my office with what I do here at the school. So yeah. it kind of feeds off each other on both ends. Um, but yeah, so I run my, my business during the day. Um, and I do a little bit of, um, training as well at my, cause my office is inside of a gym. So yeah. I get to do training. We get to utilize all the gym equipment. I get to utilize my office and do all sorts of fun stuff, all modalities and everything. Well, it's not bad when, you know, hypothetically a coach hurts his back let's just say, and there's a guy like you around, it's a good thing. So, you know, we're grateful for you over here. So here's, here's kind of the first main question, I guess. Why did you choose, I mean, you obviously very talented, very capable, could do lots of things. Thank you. And you've chosen to come to Santa Fe. Why? In all reality, um, I was actually, I had started my business, um, uh, a few years back and the head volleyball coach here, Jeff Sutherland is a close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm the head girls volleyball coach and, um, me and him and another parent here, um, meet on a weekly basis, do a Bible study. And he was telling me about this opportunity over here while I was actually in the process of buying out a second practice, um, for chiropractic, which was already a running practice. And I was working with a contractual lawyer to buy that practice out. Well, Jeff told me about this position over here, and I was like, all right, well, I got a lot of things going on, um, but I'll go check it out. So I I had an opportunity to come in and meet um, Coach Doug Miller, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you guys have ever met him, is one of the most incredible human beings I've ever met. Mm -hmm. Um, And I sat down with him, and just so happened that day, um, Coach Sutherland was going through Proverbs, and it was the uh, chapter 27, Iron Sharpens Iron. And um, I'm going through the interview with Doug and it just felt right. And then all of a sudden he walks me into the weight room. And the first thing that I see on the weight room is that verse that we had just Mm -hmm. talked about that day in a meeting, Iron Sharpens Iron. Um, And just having that conversation, um, talking to him, getting to meet some of the people around here, um, it just felt right. And I don't make decisions rash like that quickly. 
on my way home, I prayed about it. I talked to my wife about it, you know, who is the smarter one. He's, she's the one that uh, runs the show at home. <laughs> and um, she told me it's a no-brainer. Um, taking on this opportunity is the right fit. And my dad is also one of my um, my personal but also business uh, mentors. Mm-hmm. And he said the same thing. He reiterated it. He said you know what, like that sounds like is just up your alley. Um, Not only do you get to bring what you're passionate about, uh, which is, you know, sports, working out, being athletic, yelling at kids, um, (laughs) but you, um, you get to bring kids closer to Christ in the process. And that to me is nothing, there's nothing better than that, than sharing your passion for what you do at work and then being able to preach Jesus into these kids' lives. Yeah. So right. so what does that look like? Because I think a lot of people, I mean, that, first of all, it's amazing. And that's like pretty succinctly stated actually what we want for all of our employees here and, and why a lot of us feel called here, right? So mm-hmm. how, as a strength coach, are you actually teaching kids the gospel or helping them in their walk with the Lord? Um, I mean, first of all, we pray in every workout. We pray out every workout. And typically I'll pray in the workout and then we'll have a student pray out the workout. But there's a lot of parallels that go on with what Jesus taught and what we're doing in here. Jesus mm-hmm. called us to, take, first of all, take care of our, our temporary temples that we have on this earth, which are our bodies, right? And the best, I mean, I can't think of a better way to take care of our bodies other than eating right and working out, mm-hmm. right? Um but there's a lot of parallels in the the struggles that you get through, the struggles that you have to go through to get to the end goal, which is, you know, obviously here it's to win championships, right? And you're not just going to have an easy road to that to that uh, that championship. You're going to have to go through the struggle. You're going to have to go through the hard workouts. When you come in and you're tired, you didn't get sleep because you studied the night all night the night before. Um, you're you didn't you you're going to have to go through those kind of things where. It's not easy. Life isn't easy. Um, and so that's where um, I think the the parallel of working hard in the gym when you don't feel like it, when you're tired, but it's just what we're called to do here in life. And as Christians, that's what we're called to do on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, it's listening to you talk about that. And first of all, it's awesome that your perception of our kids is that they're up all night studying. I love that. Uh, Big assumption. But but that said, I think for whatever reason, kids will hear it from you in ways they don't hear from other people because sometimes they care so much about whatever sports or whatever goal they have that it feels like they listen to you. Whereas me as history teacher, I can talk all day long about, (laughs) you know, study this, read that, write this. But you, for you, it's like, yes, coach, yeah. I will do this, right? So they get, to, they get to really get pushed by you, I feel like. I think that's, that is kind of an unfair advantage that I get <laughs> to have on the students is that, um, yeah, it's not, they're not sitting in class. They're not, um, you know, it's not their parents telling them to do things. It's, uh, you know, it's something that they actually enjoy doing. And that's, what, that's one of the main things that we try to focus on outside of safety and getting stronger, getting faster, getting, you know, getting better at their sport is making it fun for them. Yeah. And um, so when they come into the gym, we try to make it fun. And 
when you have something that you share in common and, you know, and the best thing is, is like, you know, I, I try to make sure that I can lift more than all the kids in here. And so when they see you lifting weights <laughs> and they, you know, you try to, they have that certain respect for you and um, you do have a bigger platform that you can utilize. And yeah. I, I, you know, I try to take, take uh, as much advantage of that as I can. Yeah. And I should know, to be fair, we do have a lot of kids that work really hard and then push themselves in the classroom and that that's yeah. their passion. But there's certainly a group of kids that you have a, a unique voice to. So you talk about making it fun for them. What are some examples of that? I mean, I think about just being involved with the football program here and in the mornings, you know, sometimes there's challenges and, and stuff. Do you come up with those? What are the ways you make it fun? Um, that's I mean, there's a great group of guys that all work together um, in the in the program of the workouts. So we try to do at least a um, uh, a weekly competition, especially with the football team, we do that. I also have a competition board that we kind of got away from in the summer, but we'll kick back up um, in the uh, when the fall starts, when the school starts again, where it's every athlete, no matter what sport you're playing, there's one competition for that week, and whoever has the most, we give some a little bit of a prize. So it's a little bit of a pride thing. Yeah, um, that makes it fun. Competition is always fun, right? I mean, I think that that never hurt anybody. Is uh, a little bit of competition get the juices flowing, make you work hard but also support the person next to you that's also trying their best and working yeah. as hard as they are. And your services here, I mean, you work with all the sports, right? Like women's volleyball, basketball, really any sport that wants to take advantage of you, you're available for. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dude, what's that like having to know, like to me that seems actually hard to know like here's what, a, here's what a volleyball athlete needs to do compared to here's what a softball athlete needs to do compared to a soccer player how do you educate yeah. yourself on that? So that's that's where the years of experience come in. I've been doing, I've been a personal trainer, running my own training business for what, probably like about 15 years now. And then I went back and got my chiropractic license a few years back. But that's a great question. I love that question because these are the kind of things that, that fire me up about programming workouts specifically for different teams. So let's think, think one of the most prevalent injuries in all of sports is ACL tears, right? Mm -hmm. And so what are the top three things that are the top three sports that you have to know um, are the most common in ACL spares is football, basketball, soccer. Right. And females are more likely to have ACL tears than males. It's just a common fact. And another interesting fact about ACL tears is 70 percent of ACL tears are non-contact um, injuries. Right. And so. Those non-contact injuries can be prevented by strengthening certain things, right? So there are studies that show if people have strong external rotation of your hip and strong abduction of your leg, then their um, likelihood of tearing their ACL increasingly goes down as you strengthen those two movements. So working those types of things, or if you, uh, for baseball or volleyball, right, you're not talking about the... The biggest thing that that happens in baseball is you tear a rotator cuff mm -hmm. or you tear your UCL, right? Those are the two, the two big injuries that you want to present. UCL, in that's the Tom. That's where you that's have Tommy, Tommy John. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's the Tommy John ligament, mm -hmm. and so there are ways to prevent that. Like you can do measurements of what is the strength of your internal rotation versus the strength of your external rotation, mm -hmm. and if those are fifty, if you have. 50% more strength going internal rotation, your likelihood of tearing your your a rotator cuff in your shoulder while you're throwing goes up increasingly hmm. 
right? But if you have somewhere between a 10, 5 to 10% difference in internal rotation, external rotation, then your likelihood of injury goes down. So you just try to think about those things. Sorry, I didn't mean to nerd out on you on that kind of stuff. You can nerd out as much as you want. I love like this this kind of stuff I get excited about. I just look for excuses for myself. Like maybe the problem is not that I had a bad arm. It's just my internal rotation was so strong (laughs) that, you know, if someone had told me about my external rotation, I'd be in the majors right now. I'd probably be throwing 105 miles an hour, you know, (laughs) starting every other game. Where were you 20 years ago, Mitch? But Dr. So, Mitch. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, <laughs> just my brother. brother. Just my just, brother. Just, I just want to reinforce it for him. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I hope he's, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this to him yeah. after we're done. <laughs> but those are the kind of things that, yeah. I, um, that I look at when I'm programming specific workouts, uh, specific sports. And, I mean, just my, my years of being able to do this and especially getting my Cairo license, understanding the body to, you know, that level is, is kind of geared me to be able to do these, yeah. I think, pretty yeah. efficiently. Yeah, you mentioned your own workout. You know, you got to be able to lift more than anybody. I got, oh, is it close the right kids now? Here. Is there anyone on campus that could come even close? Of course, there. There's uh, obviously there's one one kid that stands out. Okay. Um, I mean, Jack Haferkamp okay. is one of those kids that comes close. Not 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 all the way there, but he's, but close. he's close. He's the one that's pushing me right okay. now. He's all the right. one that. Uh, so do, is it? It's working out like a daily thing for you. Yeah. Uh, well, six days a week. Okay. I take Sundays off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, you can't handle Sundays? Just because you got to have one rest day. <laughs> okay. Save it. Right. It's science. It's science. It's science, yeah. Right. Okay. I yeah. thought you were going to go with the It's Biblical route. Yeah. I don't know. You, you had either I, one available to you? I so. mean, I don't, think of, I don't think of working out as work, so oh, I think so you can work out. that's part of the rest, out. maybe. That's good, because yeah. I do. Sunday is, is a day that I work out. It's one of the few. So, okay. so what would you tell, hypothetically... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe a man who's bordering on middle age, you okay. know, who's crossing some thresholds. This hypothetical man? Yeah, who feels like <laughs> his ability has decreased dramatically. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for such a person if they exist? Weight training, if okay. they exist. Weight training, um, weight training is probably the biggest number one component that you can instill in your life three to five times a week mm-hmm. that will decrease injuries, um, decrease aches and pains that you have right now. Um, people don't think people think mobility, which is also just as important, but weight training is something that people ignore. That That's is, interesting because I, I mean, I feel like older, like you know, older people, uh, middle aged people, I should you're say like older only people. four years older. Than I didn't me. say we, this is hypothetical, <laughs> this is hypothetical, <laughs> but like we don't lift a lot anymore. Like, I'm not out, you know, that's the problem. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, and that's. It's such a, it, that is a, a battle that I have to cross with, especially in my business at uh, my office, my chiropractic business, is so many people don't understand the importance of taking their tendons through strengthening the full range of motion, but strengthening and the importance that ha- that has in injury occurrence and preventing future injuries from happening. Okay. That's good. So I'm, I'm going to get yelled at if I ask you any more questions about middle-aged men because that's not the <laughs> point of So, so uh, in working with the kids, mm-hmm. what's been different that you expect than you expected? Okay. I'm going to be dead honest with you guys. Well, that's good. I don't know if I'm going to get backlash from this. <laughs> don't but worry when I first it. started at Santa Fe Christian, yeah. I thought that I was going to get some entitled kids who didn't want to work hard. And I was completely proven wrong. Interesting. And I think this is one of the hardest working group of athletes 
um, that I've worked with, and I've worked at different schools, the drive and the passion that the majority of these kids have when it comes into the workouts, when it comes into their sport, is absolutely incredible. I think that's I'm, awesome to that, hear. I love it. I I've been blown away with some of the work ethic and and the passion that these kids have when they come into the gym. Um, most of the time, the kids want more. <laughs> They don't want less. They want more. You know, there are some kids that, you know, you got to get work on and, uh, and get them going. But I like the work ethic that's the, the kids here have shown me in this past year has been nothing but impressive. Yeah. That's awesome. I love yeah. hearing that. Yeah. So you mentioned you have two kids, two kids, you had yeah. one, one pretty recently, right? Yeah. Baby girl, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay. So they're how, they're how old? So we have, we've had that, that our daughter, Kenna, yeah. who's nine weeks old now. Okay. And then we have our daughter, Kyler, who's 19 uh, months old. Okay. How has that changed you and your practice? <laughs> I'm a lot more tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, in all reality, I, I think um, it's funny because going back to the base, you don't realize... I guess you don't really actually take into consideration that you have to teach a human being from square one mm. everything. And then sometimes I get caught up um, thinking that some kids or athletes should be should be here, right? Which, I mean, some of them are, some of them aren't, but, like, you got to go back to the basics mm. on everything. And then it comes every year, right? Like, yeah. you get a new class of freshmen every year that you got to go back to the basics. And I think having a daughters where you uh, you literally have to <laughs> start from nothing um, has taught me to the patience. I think I've gotten more patience in the process of things. Um, repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, there's no, nothing wrong with just saying the same thing over again. It's going to click at some point. Um, but just, you know, stick to it. Be patient in the process. And you're going to get to the point where when you look back at where we were and where we are now, um, it's going to be worth it. Mm. You yeah. know? If, if a parent were to ask, why should my kid train with you? What would you tell them? I would tell them first, because I'm passionate about it. I'm going to, I'm not only going to affect their kid in their sport and in their, in their, um, you know, getting stronger, getting bigger, getting faster, that's going to come. But I'm invested in these kids personally. I want these kids to succeed because, I mean, the odds are not all these kids are going to go on to play professional sports. But what we're trying to teach them here is we're trying to teach them Christian values. We're trying to teach them the the hardworking, um, how to, let me rephrase this. We're trying to teach them how to work hard on a daily basis and we're trying to teach them discipline but i think it's the x factor of feeding into them personally and feeding them to their walk with christ is is the is the thing that that's the most important thing yeah what do you hope in you know like you said most of them probably aren't going to go professional most mm -hmm. of them may not play in college right? right probably won't statistically speaking what do you hope in 10 15 years they remember about their time with you that's what i try to tell that's a good question i there's i got one job here mitch Stats questions. I, I, you you're know, good at it, job. man. You've been so. grilling me. I love it. <laughs> um, I think that's the one thing that, especially for some of the kids that don't necessarily like coming in, they, you know, they just aren't getting the hang of it. I tell them, you're going to want to work out for the rest of your life. Like it, there's nothing but benefits that you're going to get from it for your life. And so you're going to look back at these times and I'm going to teach you some things that you would never have learned 
if you didn't have a strength and conditioning, you guys are, I mean, they're so blessed to have this program here. I mean, my, I went to Rancho Bernardo High School and we didn't have anything close to a, a specific program designed for their workouts. I mean, and they get to learn things that they'll be able to take into their, their workouts when they're doing it at home, when they're 35 or when they're the hypothetical 40 year old man that's just trying to, you right. know, yeah. fix their aches They're and out pain. there somewhere. Yeah. There. <laughs> you know, I haven't met them yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitch, our kids are really lucky to be around you and, uh, just, getting to watch you kind of from the front row the last year really take ownership of this program and bring it to a new level has been awesome so thank uh, you i appreciate that no thank you for what you're pouring into them and thanks for being here today yeah and thank you guys for having me i mean i I, like i said earlier the community of people here it's it was easy to just fall in love with this place um the 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 staff the kids like i you know i wasn't sure what i was gonna get but the more i'm here the more i love it well, and so I appreciate. Well, the everybody. kids love you too. So uh, you know, very sappy. Let's finish, we finish on that sappy note. Yeah, uh, it's a good ending. <laughs> really appreciate you being here, Doctor Mitch. It's only my brother, man. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, thanks for all you're doing. Thanks to those of you out there listening or watching. If this is the first time you've caught one of our episodes of our Eagle Perspective podcast, we got lots of other episodes. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or elsewhere. Podcasts are available. If you want to see the video podcasts. Check us out on YouTube. We'll see you again soon.